This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is for the passionate Seahawks fans. The ones who care about scheme more than hot takes. The, the, the ones who want X's and O's and not talking heads. From the eye in the sky. This is Seattle Overload. Seattle Overload. With your hosts, Matty F. Brown, Griffin Sturgeon, and Ty Dane Gonzalez. Let's go! Welcome to the Seattle Overload podcast where we are breaking down the game of Seahawks second round draft pick Derek Hall taking out of Auburn with the number 37 overall selection the outside linebacker he Griff I think we should address it first we were kind of disappointed at the time there is live evidence oh yeah yeah so this is my favorite draft pick in that because we had our preconceived notion and then we went back and watched the tape. And, you know, there's an eagerness to want to affirm one's prior priors or preconceived notions, right? And we we literally 180'd on a guy. Um, the last guy I think we did this really heavily with was Jordan Brooks because I think this it was the same issue. We were underexposed to Jordan pre-draft and we were underexposed to Derek Hall, which is our fault, especially on Derek Hall, because um, I made a point to watch him. The 2020 draft, I wasn't thinking about linebacker at all. But so this year, though, like I was thinking edge and I had him stacked kind of at the bottom, like a third round, third round pick. Um, And so and really, I realized I just didn't watch enough of him. I kind of the the four or five games I chose at random, I kind of picked the wrong games pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, And also I, I picked the games where he's playing like heavy RPO teams where the, he doesn't really he's not able to really get after it, get upfield. And, and really let loose. Um, but I, I saw some things. M- m- my characterization was he has okay get off. He has okay bend. He has okay play strength. He doesn't have a lot of technique. So he's just kind of blah to me, third round pick. <clears throat> but then that combine happens, right? And he tests like one of the best edges in the draft athletically. And then I go back and watch him. And then you, you slowly start to like, okay, yeah, no, that's there. That's there. But then what's really exciting about him is that I think he, and, and we'll dive into this, but I think he hits every single like benchmark except for what he does at the top of the rush, like the actual, like the finishing touches of him being a complete player, just being like basically moves. But you, you like he has all the groundwork that is necessary there to, to use moves. And like that, well, he contrasts with Mafe in that sense. Mafe has moves at the top of the rush. It's getting into position to use those moves that he doesn't have. Derek Hall is like eight out of 10 on all that stuff up until the finishing touches. So, um, and then he's not like lacking the play strength that Taylor has. He, like Taylor has a play strength problem. He's not lacking bend kind of like Maffei does. Um, and he's got, you know, the, the, the weight uh, is up there. So, um, and he's got the he has got get off that all Uchenna and Taylor and um Maffei have too when he times up the snap. So there's a lot to like here. Maddie, what, what what did you think? What was your preconceived notion headed yeah, in? I, I don't know what I was watching before the draft. Like I think it was I watched the senior bowl and it just so happened that the like five, seven or so one on one reps he got like tackles kind of overset him and he just didn't do much you know, he didn't show a counter. Um and and then I got kind of in my head that while he was nice setting the edge, then I just so happened to watch like three games of his. Sorry, I'm not a pro scouting department. 
watched like three games of his where he didn't really pop um, bend wise. And we like our bendy guys uh, off the edge. Uh, we being you and I, but also Seattle in the past is like kind of speed, 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 get off uh, kind of guys who can uh, reduce the arc of the pocket. Uh, uh, the, the back arc of the pocket or top arc, where however you view it. And so I was like, this guy's not a fit. And then uh, I, and I didn't think he was bendy. I just, all of, all of the stuff I saw was like speed to power kind of ball rushing guys. And then on, with hindsight and having watched more, you're like, well, the games I actually watched were, there were limited opportunities, you know, that the, like you mentioned the RPO nature of college offenses, like the ball's coming out so fast uh, it's really spread out as well. It's just not translatable to the NFL. And then you watch more and more tape and you're like, okay, I, I just got that wrong. Like I just, I needed to pay more attention to him and I moved on too soon. And, you know, my most trusted uh, edge guru, D-line person, Griffin, uh, also, you know, was not enthused really about uh, Hall pre-draft. So I was like, oh, well, it's fine to move on then. And turns out I, I messed that up. So, oops, you, you mentioned his combine, uh, six foot two and three quarter inches tall, 254 pounds, uh, 34 and a half inch long arms, which is over that kind of length that Seattle likes, um, 1.59 seconds, 10 yard split and a 4.55 seconds, 40 yard dash, which is pretty crazy. A 33 and a half inch vertical jump, which is a 55th percentile athlete. And then 127 on the, in the broad, which is 93 uh, percent 93rd percentile so crazy kind of testing and then at his pro day and i i, I don't just think the stiffness thing is a a, com- a complaint unique to us because at his pro day um schneider mentioned that um he had a really impressive pro day some of his deficiencies in his game during the fall he really showed well to compensate for some of those things he did at his pro day that you can really say, wow, this guy's really impressive what he did. So I think, you know, you know, and maybe some of that is coverage too, but right. Yeah. We, we, no, go ahead. No. Well, I was going to say on the stiffness part, I feel like he, if he shows stiffness, it's more like in overt change of direction situations, like when he's maybe surfing on the edge um, or like out in coverage, out in space, like you said, in terms of like, stiffness and fluidity rushing the passer i think i think we both thought he was quite fluid and coordinated i mean his ability to to churn to to churn his hips through and and bend bend through a tackle while keeping his hips and pads really low is so natural to him yeah and Um, even on like an inside move his ability to stay square and keep churning while resetting his hands uh is like he just everything is super fluid like Compa- yeah. Like Mafe coming out, uh, looked n- Boye Mafe, that is, who Seattle took, of course, in the second round of the previous draft. Mm-hmm. He did not look like a coordinated football player. He 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 right. just looked pure athlete, um, almost like a guy who you know may have come to football later on. He he hasn't. He he's just that kind of uncoordinated type. But Hall is super super coordinated. I'm sure he you know is a good basketball player because he has that kind of ability to string stuff together, yeah. which is just um, really, uh, really exciting. And, and yeah. at his, um, at his pro day, he ran a 7.23 seconds, three cone and a 4.20 seconds short shuttle. So. Which are not bad numbers at all. No. And I think, you know, and he, he ran those, he ran those at 255. Like he's yeah. not like 240, 245, which a lot of the edges are dealing with right now. Honestly, of this draft class, after Will Anderson, he might check off the most boxes in terms of like profile, like you know, weight, observable things on tape. Um, because that's the problem. You get a lot of traitsy guys, and then they weigh 240, and then it's you, you get a hand on them and they go flying upfield. Um, that that okay. On that note, that is the single most exciting thing about him to me. I mean, right away you think speed to power, which yes, there's a lot of explosive or impressive, like explosive long arm moves. But to me, his number one tra- number one trait is his bend through contact. Yes, you can get into a rip and absolutely flatten that thing and ride it through. He can get into his rip at five yards and flatten at six, seven. He's not, you know, he, he reduces just... corners crazy. Like yeah. I, I, I'm in a in a variety of ways. Like he, 
and in NFL passing downs, like uh, that's that's going to click more and more. Um, I I I had like we never saw that out of Mafe. Like it's unfair to. It's important context, I think. Like to me, this is like a second round version of Will Anderson, um, mm-hmm. and, and who has a real background in coverage as well, which shows up. Um, we will have tape later on, but yeah, that I I did not think I I did a Twitter f- thread, sort of self owning myself because uh, it's got like twenty plays of him bending through contact from twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, like just a very short clip of the bend through contact moment and yeah he he really can corner he he can corner yeah. um and get into tackles now um we should also mention griff that it's a cool story like he was uh kind of like a miracle child he was born four months premature was dead at birth without a heartbeat before being resuscitated weighed just two pounds, one ounce at birth with brain bleeding, spent a week on life support. Um, but he managed to pull through. Um, and yeah, crazy cool story. And Schneider described him as an alpha dog. So he obviously aced all of their uh, character kind of assessments, uh, and a really impressive person. On On that note, I think it was, um, I think it was Penn State. He got into it with their fullback um, <laughs> a couple of times, and you could just tell, like he 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 was not gonna let the other guy think that they walked away from it having, um, you know, g- gotten the better of him. Um, just some pure like like in one on one blocking engagement. Um, so I mean, that's that's a lot of energy. I mean, no football player, you know, it's it's all there's lots of pride in. It. It's a very violent game, right? But like it stands out with him and the way it kind of stood out with former Seahawks. Um, you know, it's right up there with like the way Jordan Brooks carries himself out on the field and, and, uh, you know, like, uh, Quandary Diggs and, um, Uchenna Nwosu, like he's, he's definitely has that additional, like Pete and John, they, they kept talking about his character so much to the point where we were like, okay, but what about, what about the play? Right. Yeah. But I mean, you can tell this, that mattered to them and that stood out to him because I mean, he is, not to use like an overused term but right like the alpha talk thing it's like yeah he's kind of he kind of stands the tallest out there um and that will that is shaping the character of the team a little bit um you know it needs to be a force used for good obviously but uh you know um i'm sure they see it translating in a productive way so yeah they they also praised his leadership didn't they and and Mm -hmm. clearly that he then there's important context too because it all went wrong at Auburn in uh, 2022 and they, where they fired their, their head coach in October, late October or maybe October 31st, I think, and named uh, interim head coach Cadillac Williams. Uh, it, it just seemed like a messy situation there. And so like, you know, that has to impact things too. And the, I didn't really, the 2022 tape, I more saw a lack of opportunity for Hall than him not putting effort in or like checking mm-hmm. out. But um, 2021 you... was a more impressive resume, I'd, I'd suggest. No, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So where does he fit in Seattle? Like, it seems pretty obvious to me that he can be, he can contribute on all three downs, um, whether it's pass or run, he can set an edge well, although and we'll get to the Alabama film, but there's times where tackles can kind of move him a bit if he's trying to really get knocked back rather than with two hands, uh, rather than playing with one arm. Um, so something to monitor, but he set the edge amazing at the senior ball. He'll destroy a tight end if, if he's mm-hmm. up against the tight, most tight ends. And uh, then against the, you know, he can do all the pass coverage drops. I think Seattle will ask of him with a bit of coaching, but he's real fluid getting out, keys it quickly, uh, and, you know, a zone coverage drop should be easy, but it's good that he has that in his, for these <coughs> kinds of athletes, but it's good he mm-hmm. already has that experience with it. And then as a pass rusher, like in the nickel stuff, you can, yeah, he fit into the rotation right away, like competing to be, uh, like pushing Daryl Taylor basically on every single 
down right. because last year, as we mentioned, when they drafted Hall, you have the situation where they had to sign uh, Dow Johnson. Is that the right guy? And then they had to sign Bruce Irvin off the street because they didn't trust Taylor to set an edge on early downs and they wanted him fresh to, to be a pass rusher. Well, now Hall comes in and just adds something uh, brilliant. So, yeah. Griff, you agree? He's he's an every down outside linebacker in yeah. the system. Yeah, and then an added bonus with him is that he can rush left or right side. Yes. So that's really important because oftentimes you get a you get overpopulation on the left side. Um, he's equally good, at least from what I saw. I don't see any dip down like you see with Taylor. He's a little bit better off the left side. Um, Mafe, we don't even know where he fits yet. But yeah, every snap after Uchenna's snaps is, are up for grabs right now with those three. And it's a really interesting mix because they they all have room to get better still too. Like the story is not closed on any of them. So it, it will make for a really competitive training camp. And I'm really excited to see if anyone emerges in preseason. Um, Derek Hall could be the week one starter opposite Uchenna Nwosu. So um, he could be. Um, yep. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, they pushed the competition, and they've clearly, like, with Taylor, they've tried to kind of wake something up in him, I think, like, the, the, especially his past season. So, yeah, there's no reason that he, he can't be that. And obviously, you know, we, we're waiting to see how different the scheme will be in um, 2023. But, like, you know, he's either going to be on the edge in bear or he's going to be on the edge in, a, in an even front. Like, he can do that. So yeah. All right, TSM in the comments um wants us to get to the tape so here oh, we go into the tape really yeah. i missed that i i don't see that comment i think you misread that they're they're unimpressed with our commentary on what what Eric comment Paul being an alpha you don't see it in there oh <laughs> i took that as genuine Maybe I, um, <laughs> you have more faith in, in people's sincerity than I do. Okay, yeah, but chat, if you do have questions, please do ask them. Right, so that is Derek Hall, the kind of brief overview. Now, if you're listening to, podca to the podcast, this also goes out on my YouTube channel, Mattia Brown, where you can check out the actual tape. So... If not, you can you can deal with our audio descriptions, which we appreciate you you doing too. So first up is Alabama twenty twenty one. Alpha is cringe. <laughs> okay, so Alabama twenty. I mean it is, but and level of comp Griff is something that you would always look for. Yes, but also Alabama is. I mean, pro style is such a loose, lazy, kind of redundant term nowadays. But it is kind of more pro style than, say, an Ole Miss, right? Where yeah, ninety nine yeah. percent of the Ole, players are just like, "What is this? Ole, this is not Ole, Ole Miss is an abomination." Lane Kiffin has committed crimes against football. It's so messed up that he used to coach with Pete Carroll, and then he decided what he's doing now is acceptable. And his yeah. dad, like, come on. Oh, my God. His dad you, probably disowned him. Do you think him. maybe he just was like, okay, my dad coaches defense this way. I'm going to do the exact opposite way of offense. Like, Oh, yeah. He, I mean, it's it's do everything you can to slow defenders' keys. And just break, break the uh, Tampa two, <laughs> and then and then and then and then and then manipulate the box count and, and personnel, right? Like that's yeah. all it is. Like yeah, that's just... why Lane recruits the way he does because he just thinks he can plug and play, which he's proven he can. Yeah. So as we roll through the tape, who wears number twenty nine for Auburn? Here he is. And Griff, if you see something that you like the look of, you just tell me because we've got to cycle through this. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, when we're watching college edges, I think it's always nice when you get like that third and third and five plus, third and four plus, where you're like, this is a pass down. We can see him get after it. Yeah. Like he's tied off the, the backside hip of the tackle. He does he make some impressive plays into the backfield. And I have, yeah. to, and I hope we get it. I think we get it in this game. But his get off, like, 
when he times it up and he was able to do that is pretty pretty fast like scary yeah is a coverage drop she's sailing here sailing no, no he's rapping. He's ra- oh yeah, and they used him a lot as a spinner too. And I don't—I mean, it wasn't that impressive to me. No, but it's just but cool, cool to see that in his um in his arsenal, right? Yeah, the fact that yeah. he he was deployed in that kind of off-ball spinner alignment that you're talking about in the odd front where, like, he he's experienced with that sort of thing. Um, right, like rushing right. inside some cool stuff. So See, TSM, TSM was being genuine, Griff. Okay, my apologies. Yeah, thank you, TSM. That's, yeah. I'm jaded, okay? The internet's been mean Griff to me. Griff is way too online, it's, it's, it's commonly known. So this is this is kind of an interesting rush, right? Like, um, the ability to absorb this contact and the play strength and the pad level of how he gets... Like, this is real dip into this. And then ability to survive the contact... He stays alive in the play, and yeah, like those traits translate to his other other uh, rushes where he's got a better shot at it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, let me just get my notes up to speed this process. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good So again, he's also got experience. This he peels with the running back in uh, on this next play, which it, it seems basic, but it's uh, another coverage assignment. And you know, Seattle would do that on some pressure paths. I mean, yeah. So that's if we remember the Giants game, they isolated the outside linebacker in coverage, and they actually got Nwosu Mafe a couple of times. Daniel Jones just couldn't. Um, connect on it yep so he, he's really reactive here and he can probably carry those wheels his long speed is there we remember his 40 yard dash so yep um and like daryl taylor the opening week against the broncos he busted a wheel assignment getting caught his eyes caught in the backfield um what down and distance is this first and 10 so this is an attempt at speed to power and I, I want to talk about his um, counters or plan B, Griff, because uh, or, or what are his main moves? So, yeah. So right there, I remember he doesn't have any at the top. So he's attempting to corner, like make a hard corner here. And he has got good hand placement. Everything is, is lined up for him yep. until the actual move is done. And I just think it's more of like, again, it's not a coordination issue. It's like he just hasn't practiced it. Just mm-hmm. hasn't drilled it, but like the hips, the 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 hand placement, the inside arm, hips are getting around. He's still getting depth up the pocket. Right there is where like Justin Houston clubs that down and corners, and he's running a flat line toward toward number nine. Yeah, the chop the is quarterback. The chop is more effective, right? Right. Or the club or whatever you. Or, yeah, I mean, it. either either it's it's bat the hands down or or swat the shoulder and just clear it and get and rip through. Um, that's something where Brandon Jordan will will work with him. I'm sure they'll get him up to speed. You know, um, Rasheem Green had absolutely nothing in terms of hand moves in college. He was just all like athleticism, right? And then if we remember his opening preseason, he was busting out all these moves he had never even tried. Like Clint Hurt, like yeah. got him going immediately. And Rasheem Green's thing was he was coordinated, he was fluid, he just wasn't drilled very much. And then as it turned out, he just didn't have quite quite enough juice to be better than he was. The difference is Derek Hall has juice. Um, but I think that he'll start showing things early on that he simply wasn't doing well in college at all. Because everything else is there. Starter to try and get the early hands? Maybe. Maybe. And I and I like that he does that like fluidly. Like it's not even 
like predetermined it's just reactive mm -hmm. like Maffei, he'll do it and it seems like he's doing it for the sake of it and less because he thinks it's what's needed in the you know yeah, given moment directed. yeah so yeah and that's what i noticed like te technically he's pretty like the hand placement is good here um the pad level is good it's just not, the end the finish isn't quite there yet Right. Now, when he does win with an outside move, which is rare, it's usually just a wrist control where he just grabs the outside wrist with his outside arm and then and then rips through, um, which is another, you know, like that's that's a move like like a wrist grab. Um, I, I think this is an example of the fluid resetting of the hands um, against play action pass protection, the way he's able to mm -hmm. um, kind of work through this block and, and push it back slightly while... Um, you know, left to right to right. Yeah. <clears throat> he keeps his hips low so that he can always engage, put his put his force through the ground. Yep. Like he never he never gets lifted. Um no. which is important because there are a lot of guys watching who like they just get lifted all the time. And it doesn't matter how explosive you are if there's no knee bend to explode through. Yeah, so this is uh, his get-off surprising the tackle, I think. Yeah. Now also the tackle's blocking for an empty pass protection concept, but again, the, the, a flash of that ability to kind of, he's trying to bend through that. Yeah, and then if, if you watch, if you pretend you're a Bama fan and you're evaluating the right tackle 74, I mean, he gets jolted by that. Like, even though... Yep. Even though it's not like a great rep from Hall, it's a decent one. Like yeah, seventy-four like the, is affected by just the a moment speed he rep. makes the. See, okay, he's turned, but the moment he makes the contact, watch how this tackle gets knocked backwards, and has to then try get his feet back in the ground. Like that's a shrinking. Yeah. He even so, ends up hitting his quarterback here. Mm -hmm. So that's that play strength. That's the 255 explosive with a good 10-yard split, a good broad jump. That's that showing up right there. Yep. Now, here I've put uh, a late inside move with not much speed lost. Uh, up there. He has that, uh, yeah. So he matches hands, right? Yep. And so then he realizes Young. Yep. And then as soon as he realizes Young sets up re relatively quickly, like it's a gun three drop, but he's more like a, a punch step and like a shuffle step. He immediately transitions to the inside, right, to try to disrupt the throwing. He knows rate. where the opportunity is. Yep. Yeah. As opposed Again, to reactive. continuing to rush the arc. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So he's a mover, as the saying goes. He's a mover. The other thing we should mention, he's in a two-point stancer, so he false steps a lot. That's another reason why I was fooled pre-draft, is that he has get-off. He just saps it a lot because he's he's wasting a step. He's not rolling off his front foot and firing with his back foot. He's re-stepping re with his front you, foot. And that... To be clear, you view this as a false step here? N not, I mean, I don't know. I thought this was more a way to... Um. Uh, you know, get his hat. You know, he's thinking pass rush, but he's thinking speed the power path. So it's a way to get his hips in a good position to knock back I, the. Here, I agree with you. It's just it just reminded me of it because he does have a lot of false steps yeah. where he's he's coming off the ball late. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And in college, that seems to happen. And I guess it's, you know, there's it could be a variety of reasons for it. Like, you don't know what the emphasis is. You don't know if it's coached to, like, uh, sync up timing for certain stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or, you know, may yeah, maybe they just don't emphasize it. Uh, in the NFL, that won't happen. And and when he's trying to get two hands on him, what Seattle does, rather than having them take that little step inside, mm. they just tilt them. They just tilt their angle true, when they're setters. And, and and it makes it's it's no surprise that when he has he's in a three point stance, his hand <laughs> is in the dirt. He has no false step issue. But this is the get off. I don't know what this tackle is doing. I actually think the back is the one he messes up almost. But uh, yeah, this is a shocking kind of get off. I, maybe the tap. I just 
think the tackle never saw him. But um, I don't know. Maybe he's he almost late. he's still late off the ball here though. He, I mean, he's he's looking at nine too. But he still hasn't gone. So maybe the cadence surprised the tackle. But yeah. They're all late and. But that that's that's a freaky first and second step. Yeah. The first step, second step. And I mean, he gets more going. of a tilt here. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, bl- blistering speed. And it's interesting you mentioned uh, BT Jordan, the Seahawks uh, pass rush specialist coach hired recently with Michigan State, but also does private clinics with NFL guys, college guys. Because... I, I, you know, it's exciting to think what he'd do with Hall. I think he worked him out pre-draft as well, so there, there's already already a relationship there. Yeah. yeah, super curious to see how he how he does with Hall and all of the other Seahawks pass rushes, really. Because yeah, yeah, I mean, can he make can he make Taylor put it all together? Right, that would be Amazing. that could be the single most exciting development, right, of yeah. the Seahawks offseason is Daryl Taylor putting it all together because. Just raw talent. He's probably the most talented. I don't know. Hall's close because play st- strength matters. Strength is a skill, so that still matters. But anyway, absolutely. Um, this oh, is, is this... again get off winning. Yeah. All right. So speed rip, and once he gets to his path, he sustains it. He doesn't get ridden off. No. So he gets into a rip at five yards, and, and then I he love... just keeps. I yeah. love this angle and the way he's skinnying his surface by dipping into this here. Yeah. Like he eats up ground with low hips and then that's just pure. I mean, this is a speed rush, but what wins this is is strength. So it's great that they've got a guy that can run the speed, the speed path with, with like implicit strength being, you know, present the whole way yeah, through. But- because we watched, for instance, a BJ Ojulari, right? Right. Um, and we liked him pre-draft because he was well. I did because he was more. I liked him too. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, but I was into him pre-draft because there was like when I watched him, there was like the ghost move. There was some like more obviously, immediately, obviously bendy stuff. But he would get probably ridden off in this scenario. Yeah, and he oh. gets he gets them here at eight nine yards, so right at the top of the drop. Yeah. He gets there fast too. Like he gets there fast. Yeah. So this is the the speed showing up on the backside of a run to be able to run this down for to join the tackle. Uh, he has trackings. to eliminate the potential of the keeper. Mm-hmm. The 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 upfield hip tracking is really good too. Like look at him. Look how he opens up. It's excellent like, angle. Yeah. Yeah. He's not chasing. He's not green at all. Like he knows what's happening. Yeah, and I love this this little tackle's gone away and then the shuffle to, to just check that this ball's getting handed off and then to open the hip, yep, as you were saying. Um, so, uh, football player confirmed. He is a football player. And, and, you know, when we said about Mafe being a bit less coordinated, this is the kind of stuff we were alluding to, right? Mm-hmm. Now this is a very this is a crazy edge setting rep. He got caught out trying this later on, but this is basically uh what 275 pound end should be able to do, you know? Yeah. Get right up in the chest of someone. Uh there's no need to be well there is, but playing this heavy and getting knocked back to then make this bubble out even more and then win for the tackle for loss. Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. That's <clears throat> that that that's a... Uh... <laughs> That's just a big, strong man play, you know? And pad level, right? Forklifting the... Imagine where those hands are placed. They are right under his breastplates, lifting him up to as he strikes, and the hips are uncorking. Yeah. And good then stuff. the ability to work through that initial knockback. Uh, this would be a good angle. Right underneath the tackle. Mm-hmm. That is a dominant position, and again, the leg turn which shows up in the pass rush to to churn through this after the initial contact, get off the block, make the tackle. 
And I have to say, I know I mentioned the senior role before, but that was the real standout for me. Uh, the edge setting ability, like he had more reps where he was able to show that. Mm-hmm. He was just knocking the crap out of guys. Um, now, this is less good edge setting rep. He's kind of late off the ball, so that doesn't help. Uh, and he just isn't able to get his hand into the, the tackle. Uh, late off the ball, so move along. Um, put this down as a struggling edge setting rep as well. Let's see why that is. Different tackled, right? They've switched. Mm, yeah, they have. Yeah. That's just not being able to connect with the initial the tackle got under him. And then shoved his out well his inside pad, his inside pad was too high. Exposed. So there's little things to to, to tweak. Sure. Which is completely normal. But the traits are there. Um, yeah. And so is the kind of intangibles as as well as just the athletic uh, stuff. Like it's clear he kind of understands this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Now Schneider mentioned his inside moves. I think he can do stuff on like exit games, text games, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And he he does get tripped up on the center here, but this is this is a really good rush. Yeah, excellent. I love again the little stutter to try to get the early hands. And he's not just paused after the stutter. He's able to keep them moving and get them off. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he, that swipe into the crossing the face into the rip, like that's that's just impressive at 255. That's that's a high power to weight ratio right there, strength right. to weight ratio. Like he was going to take the guard with him all the way to the quarterback if he hadn't tripped on the center. Right. And look, look, look how low his knees are to the ground as he's running through before he trips. Like his hip level is so low. Yeah, it's just it's it's like a running back how a running back's able to stay low. Um, just naturally, their running gait. Yeah, that's uh, and I think you know that they'll be thinking. I'm interested, like with with uh, Bobby Wagner coming back, Jamal Adams, you know, hopefully being healthy again. But let's see, do they explore the possibility of using more in you know? outside guys on the inside when when it comes to rushes via games or that kind of odd front spinner role that we saw yeah. adams doing week one against denver do they do that yeah. Wa- wagner could they do that of hall like, i think he has for sure for sure because of his might... play strength i mean yeah he can definitely affect stuff inside especially like if you scheme him free and it's him on a running back um up the middle and again, look at this strain. Like, he's not moving. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I love this this brace foot to, to, to... You see how this outside foot is turned at an angle? Think of the surface area to then really strain on this foot and get the cleat in the ground. And again, the pad level to hold, like holding a door, right? Yeah. I mean, he he kind of plays football like if Cam Chancellor was an edge. <laughs> like they, they have they have a same way they have about the same. Them. Uh, like like a... skill set. Okay, traits not, similar traits. I hope not. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, <laughs> here's some speed to power. Uh, this tackle is having a rough time. Yeah, that's nice. Really tests the anchors of guys. The ball comes out quick, credit to Bryce Young, but that that's a win, I think, for... Yeah, that's a win, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got the tackle hopping, one more hop, and then it's on the quarterback. If if Bryce holds it... One, if, yeah. If he, if, he, if, he, if he progresses one more time, that's he's going to get hit, either hit as thrown by his own tackle or he might need to take off. Yeah. 
And this is a big game for the the Bryce Young uh, Bryce Young contingent. It's kind of microcosm of the good and the bad of him, I'd say, or the the good and the limitations. But anyway, um, very very diplomatic of you. <laughs> Listen, we're scarred. We're scarred. We are scarred. We can't be objective really about um, the shorter quarterbacks. So, what did you like about this play here? Well, it's just the fluidity. Like he does, he gains yeah. speed into it again. Sort of showing the uh, how it's all in sync. Like a lot of guys would would get in this position, um, and the arm over would be like a late, um, like a late resort where because they've done that, they've expended the energy. Their hips and their their legs aren't in the position to then move on. They just get stalled on, like probably here. But the mm-hmm. way he is sort of reacting to the set and then is able to, you know, his foot is a great angle to then get the arm over and and gain speed into it. Like, that's a semi kind of pressure. Uh, Bryce Young behaving slightly unusual in the, uh, the pocket, but the way that Hall rushes is what actually makes Young bail on it. And okay, you could say, well, he should have the edge contained. We don't know what their rush plan was. It looks to me as though they might actually have designed this to happen, and then this guy's the back hook contain player around the back of the arc. Hmm. Um, but it forces the ball into a check down, and is his knee down here? Nearly. But, yeah, just, again, the fluidity, the way it's all in sync. Um, yep. And just re- the reacting. Like, he, he's, he's active. He's trying to make something happen. Uh, and I've seen his motor praised, and I think it's just that kind of second effort in rushes, even though maybe the, he could do with a more refined, definite counter rather than kind of reaction stuff. Uh, yeah, I think the the second effort, he's always going to be able to bring something, even if it, you know, even if he's raw with it or, yeah. Right. Okay, so here, again, beating the tackle out of the stance, but I think he lost his balance at the back of the pocket. Yeah. Yeah, still a good example of of the first step. Yeah, and this definite step to try and dip into the the contact he's anticipating, um, that outside step here to then dip through. Um is a good angle of it. And the hand work to... But one thing I've noticed is he he does kind of miss more... Like, if he could connect more with these sorts of things or mm-hmm. be more... Uh, time it slightly better. I guess it's an issue of timing. Really get rid of the hand. A bit like we saw much earlier. Then I think that completely unlocks him, right? Right. And then this was a fairly ineffective speed to power rush. What I like is the ne- the very next rush he brings. Oh yeah, this is this is the god rep, I think. Yeah, that that's just nuts. The camera so, angle is perfectly situated as well because you've got this nice sort of. I mean, th- th- that th- that's elite bend through contact right there because he doesn't even have a lot of depth on the tackle upfield no. when he starts no. to rip. He literally bullies his way into the rip, and then right there, five yards, and then it's like six, seven, boom. If if he holds the ball like that's, those are elite traits. Like, and look how low his his inside knee is. Like his hips are like right there, boom. And then like there's so much power he's putting through the ground right there. And the tackle's almost stiff as a board. He stands the tackle up. And this is so like the tackle has nothing to get on because it's so skinny and low. Like he's like trying to block him, but he's just he's just slipping through it and able to have the strength to not to be able to strain through that and keep accelerating through. I, yeah, I, like that right there. I would draft him in the first round based off that right there. That was the tw- that was the play that prompted my tweet 
where I said something about existential dread and, uh, <laughs> um, what did I say? Not that anyone cares. It was I said a great I, tweet. It was, I was copying the Jordan Brooks tweet tape tweet about his 2018 tape. I said the same thing. I said, I went into Derek Hall's 2021 tape mining for plays just to curb existential dread. And then the seg came away completely radicalized. He's going to be really good. I mean, he's going to be as he is right now. He'll be a productive depth pass rusher. And then if he puts on moves, if, if he um, applies handwork, he's going to be a, uh, I mean, he could be a top 15 edge rusher in the NFL, and that's really high praise considering how many of them there are. Yes, um, what's cool about it is for a lot of guys, this would be uh, a ghost move, right, where they'd get more speed rush up the arc and then try to dip under the table. Mm-hmm. But for him, because he has the ability to bend through the contact, it's almost like... <laughs> he, can access the, he can access the corner whatever he wants, basically. Yeah. Because he'll bully his way there. I mean, it's not quick game, but it's uh, intermediate concept. Mm-hmm. It's designed to be read. Let's look at a passing concept. Yeah, it's, it's like it is basically. It's like a five-step drop, but like it's very much designed to go to the back or the flood, right? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, it's a fake college pass concept. Ultimately, they're everywhere. Uh oh, have I missed it? Oh, and no, here we go. So this is this is what we're saying about an off-ball spinner. So this is what we mean. See, it's like an odd front. He's a, he's a off the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor, um, I don't know what Alabama is doing in um, that running back's just not paying attention, basically. Uh, or wasn't ready for the snap. And clearly Bryce Young wasn't either. That probably didn't help. But quick and able to make a tackle when he's unblocked so nice what i would say did you notice his tackling as an issue yeah and i think it's just all technique <clears throat> like he's just flying around too much like yeah he's almost just running into guys not breaking down um so there's a few tackle for losses a few sacks a few open field stuff where he just whiffs on a tackle and it's like ah yeah that's, yeah that's De- definitely notice that and i i have it down like times so it's it's it's, it's not an effort or strength thing it's no. just like he's just kind of screwing around that is a really that's that's a great rep that shows that he can transition to the outside it's basically a snatch rip but he's got control of the block all the way through and then again what's so impressive when he transitions to the outside he's able to drop his hips again and re- regain himself like that's the fluidity so, I mean, that's a explosive, powerful guy from the point of get off to the point of contact. And then he's still able to string together a transition like that shows how fluid he is on top of the other things. I love seeing the hips pull the hips through as, as with the strain that that real extension up the raising of the head to really, you know, butt into the guy. And mm. then, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Against, I mean, how big is that tackle? It's probably 320. It's 255 versus 320. I mean, granted, he has the advantage that he gets to go forward. He The tackle has to move backward, but that's 255 versus 320. He's just basically manhandling him. And a great hand placement here as well. Yeah. I mean, he's able to get full extension with his hands so that he can separate to snatch off, right? And like while his hips are also uh, rotating through, it's just it's exciting stuff. I mean, that's that's a player. That that's that's a player. And this kind of sack um, shows the tackling. Uh, this is very arm tackle. Now I know this is an instance where uh, he needs to just make the play, but a lot of his tackles where he misses are because he's sort of um, it's all arm. There's no there's no real. Is not the best technique. Um, Forty-two twenty. Now here, I wondered if he was told to be a contain rusher, but I included it because it's kind of the examples of you don't. 
like you'd like him given the situation you'd really love to see a speed rush but it's the complications of evaluating edge rushes sometimes they just don't get to play like well, i think he's also trying to create a lane for nine yes exactly because he's, he's then also... kind of a setup guy yeah 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 he's all contained Um, it, this is an inside spin which didn't really work mm -hmm. but again the tackle really gets out to him and I would be interested to see how he deals with these kinds of jump sets again not many reps on tape of him getting that kind of thing but in the NFL I think that would be the first thing guys will try and do on him yeah uh, because it takes away that ability to really skinny up the corner right and it's like well, okay well give me your inside move um or you know show me some better handwork or, or like more effective All right <clears throat> um here i've got a bull rush Just needed some interior help, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, 79 is not handling that well. <laughs> also, considering his initial angle, like he has to expand. And then it's similar to that other move where he's able to disengage off of that. And then look at his toes and hips as he's disengaging. Yes. He makes yes, such a pointed placement. effort to get them pointed toward the quarterback. Yeah, the foot placement here is not... Like right there, economy of footwork. Right there, yep. Just like yeah. we spoke about with um, did we do Jackson Smith and Digba? We did. Yeah. Also, Michael Mayer too. Like, oh. but but that's the thing that links all these guys together. They know how to move. Like, forget about their combine for a second. They know how to move their body. Like, that's that is a plane of athleticism that doesn't that isn't necessarily captured by the combine it's captured in a lot of it like the three cone especially but it's just like that's a plane of athleticism that these guys own they got three really good movers in witherspoon jackson smith and jigba and Derek hall on top of all their other special things again here so, the strain and the, the the ability to get that head also up and consider through. Like again, his angle, like he's not coming from a wide angle or to turn this in. He's right. basically no engaging the power. Yeah, there's no build up. So if anything, the build, he's even slow off the ball, kind of. Like he's 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 yeah. Like by design, but he's able to kind of just build up by accelerating into it like after you know, three steps. Yeah, I mean he bench presses and he gets separation, like full lockout with both hands. Which is what helps him, you know, transition to the outside. So, I mean, again, you give you give this guy like you, you put him, you make him just watch nothing but Justin Houston tape. He's gonna turn into Justin Houston. <laughs> like if you give him some moves at the top of the rush where he's not just doing pure speed or speed to power, give him some finesse because he has the underlying like requisite traits necessary for it. Because not everybody does. It's like, well, just simply learn moves. But guys can learn moves, but there's so much groundwork that gets you to the actual point of being able to use them that for a lot of guys, it's moot if they develop it. For him, it's he's, he's got it. He just needs to wow, the finishing look at the, touches. Look at the feet here. Yeah. The little dainty toes. He earns every like yard here. He doesn't lose a single yard upfield on this. Yeah. Yeah, very good economy, you know? Yeah. How, how many guys get driven to 12, 13 yards there just completely stall? He just keeps going. His feet keep driving. Absolutely. I, I like that he makes a point to use his outside hand, too, to kind of pin yep, the arm yep. a little bit. Yep, get him off. And pretty good placement, actually, to put... to try. He manages to find the outside pad which which underneath it, which um, outside shoulder pad, which means he can push up and get the hands off. 
mm-hmm. rather than trying to just prize this handoff, which isn't going to happen in this situation. The hand placement to get underneath that shoulder and, and push up is pretty impressive to then get the rip and the feet are coordinated with all of this. Yeah. Keeps yeah. his feet in the ground so he can keep driving too. Like, look, like he gets right up field, almost runs right at the hash. Yeah, special traits. There we go. So, he's pretty good. It's, it's very good news. Uh, we, um, we've watched more and, and we're enthusiastic. Would you, Griff, do you think that's enough film or shall we? I mean, the Alabama game is a good game, isn't it? It's it's, it's uh, a good game. It shows it shows everything. It, it shows it the good and the bad. It shows what translates, what what can be worked on. You know, I mean, it, it was good stuff. Um, were there any other games that like stand out to you in mind? That Arkansas game was really impressive. Some really uh, impressive. Arkansas is cool, um, but it's it's kind of more the same. It's it's really like every game is the same really with him like you watch the alabama game you've seen all of this just more of that you know um so i don't know it, do, do you want to make any predictions in terms of like who who's who snaps the most after nuosu of the other three because i like I, we, we've been a little critical of mafe here mafe could improve himself to where he can apply his skill set like he's not we're not saying he's he's not a factor I don't know what he. He's such a. I don't know how he. he his advantages, I guess, stylistically, he's he is different. But he's like a tight to a tackle sort of player, right? Yeah. He almost needs. He's almost a tweener. Like, imagine if he's two seventy-five. You know. Is that stupid? Uh, I mean, I I know what you're going for there. Him figuring out run defense was kind of a late thing toward the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I feel like he kind of needs a wide rush angle though, so that he can crank his hips in more, like right. rush at the tilt at the 45 degree tilt. And the wider his starting point is, the easier it is for him. Um, I mean, he did so. Mafe did finish the year with good run defense or solid run defense, and that mm-hmm. will whoever has the best run defense that will help their floor the most that will get the well, field yeah. The because most. ultimately, the, in answer to your question, whoever has the most run defense is the guy who's going to out snap, uh, you know, be the second most snap guy. Because when it comes to passing down, Seattle has a real interest in options for rotations and. Don't forget guys like um, Tyreek Smith, who's on the edge, uh, had a kind True. of red shirt season, but like he's going to be competing for for some uh, opportunities. So like they, it's kind of amazing because uh, we didn't, unfortunately, we didn't have too many coverage reps of uh, Hall here, but his curl flat stuff or his buzz or his sail stuff is really good. Like. Um, mm. So yeah, they they have some real like genuine genuine options. They're deep there. No, yeah. it's no longer the time where we're like they don't have any pass rushes. Like they have edge. They have yeah. real edge guys with like, and that that's the beauty of the Russell Wilson trade. Like the fact that, well, and the beauty of the Russell Wilson <laughs> struggles, <laughs> the fact that they were able to go with a spoon at five, and then they got a dude who's actually like we were so panicked pre. We were like, all the there's no pass rushes yeah. left. Like we just yeah. didn't rate Hall, and now we've watched more. We're like, okay, this makes so much sense. This guy's really good. I'm surprised um, he wasn't talked about a bit more. He's kind of gone on, and again, Auburn being bad like helps. Like it's kind of a value deal, and he's only 22, turns 23 next March, so he's not an yeah. old old. He's not one of these senior bowl guys who's really old. Like it's fun, it's fun, and yeah, my I. There's no reason why he couldn't be the the most snappy guy after Nuosu. Like, uh, or even is there a case where they, they mentioned Nuosu played so much football last year? You know, there 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 is a world where Nuosu actually, because of how good these other guys are, plays less and less, and maybe even gets out snapped. Unlikely because he's pretty splashy against the run. But uh, yeah. if they need to save his pass rush, but yeah, this I'm 
massively excited about this. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was I messed up with with the Me film too. as we've we've mentioned, but um, now we've watched more. There, the the in terms of the areas to improve, the tackling is poor, um, as we've mentioned. The uh, the there's run defense things which can be tweaked. There's that slight false step you talked about, and then I guess Griff just what like his moves are the the dip to bend through the contact, right? Yeah. Then a kind of speed to power where you would like maybe a, a bit more of a definite hand counter, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got that that the snatch move, right, where he just kind of yanks yes. the guys. But you're right. Um I mean, I really think his bread and butter given that he likes so much long arm inside stab moves. That is one if you can just write him into the quarterback, great. But that is such good like foundation for, you know, opening up the outside and outside chopper, outside club move to, yeah. to, to be able to make a hard corner, not yeah. a curved corner, but like a, a jagged angle. Because um, if you can add that in addition to everything else that he does, I mean, he'd be he'd be just about a complete edge rusher. So I think the cool thing about him is also he's under six three, and that kind of shortness in height really means he's able. to, like when he dips, he dips like and, and with that 255 pounds, like he is yeah. a dense guy. Um, it's not like, uh, like how tall is Daryl Taylor? Is he six, four? I think he's also six, three. I don't think oh. he's legit six, four. No, he is six, four. <laughs> yeah. Never mind, Maddie. Yeah. So oh, never mind. He is six, four. Daryl Taylor. Six, four, Daryl Taylor. Yeah. And six, six, two and three quarters Hall. But like Hall, Hall's kind of, he plays short in a good way, in a really good way. Um, yeah, yeah. Can get low and yeah, like that was the thing about his run D at the senior bowl, like that that ability to strike guys at the perfect angle with the leverage um, and the force and uh, coming from the ground, as you said, Griff, like absolutely. And we've just seen it with these pass rushes. Yeah. Yeah, so, no copium uh, here, Niel's toy. We are... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's copium. No, no copium. No, we're just. just it's tape. just unbridled optimism, and and we we tempered it with some, you know, the the, the negatives, the things to look for. Um, <clears throat> so which comes with most second rounders, right? Because we would have had the same similar conversations about drawbacks with McDonald and Ojolari. And, no, but McDonald you know, is like a. I mean, I mean, happy for him, but he can't. How can he play early down? He, he needs He's a pass to put rush on about specialist, and I don't know. Pounds. You have to really have a scratch of your head to think how you can get him more involved. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And sorry, I'm I'm, Oji, I'm happy. No, go ahead. And Ojolari is not uh, ceiling wise. I don't think can be what um who can be, and just again is kind of a one trick pony. Um, Agreed. I and and then you wonder, well, okay, great. He's a one trick pony. Maybe he could develop a counter, but like what's his counter because does he have the traits to have a counter or i mean you, everything's a be all like guys but i just think hall has the highest ceiling but also um he also has the highest floor i think the highest floor because, because so... he has the least he, he he doesn't have a red flag he doesn't have an age red flag he doesn't have a testing red flag he doesn't have a oh he's got all these traits but he's 240 pounds like every edge that comes out now is like he he checks off so many well, check boxes, check whatever, checks off boxes, um, checks off the most boxes. And then it's just like, can he put together some moves and he'll be complete? So, um, yeah, I could see him. I could see him toward the year, toward the end of the year, like the last third of the season during that frame anyway, um, ranking equal with the Osu in terms of snaps. Um, there we go. Um, It'd be cool. It'd be cool if all three of the other guys, the non-Nuosu guys, if all three of them put it together, right? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, I think that that's obviously what they want. They didn't make this pick with saying we don't have faith in Taylor Moffe. I don't think that's what happened at all. Um, I just think they want depth for the sake of it. Then also, they don't know if Taylor will be here long term. They don't know if Nuosu will be here long term. So you gotta. I like that they're getting ahead of the need to replenish. Um, That tends to pay off for them. So <clears throat> when they do that, obviously they did that at linebacker by drafting Brooks. 
they didn't do it at safety after Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor. So they're trying to keep, well, they did, but it just didn't work, but they're trying to keep it going um, with their edges. So that's, that's good. Should also say Hall only missed two games in 2019 with a knee injury, but uh, apart from that injury record has been fine. So uh, touch with that continues for him. Uh, but also, yeah, we're talking about no real like issues there either. Um, and he doesn't have production college production concerns. So no. And, that's stupid. I I should have uh, I should have mentioned that at the start. So this is a guy who in the SEC had nineteen and a half sacks and twenty nine and a half tackles for loss. Well, he played in the SEC. Some of those will have been out of conference games, but that's real like established production. So yeah, the lesson is, guys, watch more than three games on someone. Preferably work for an NFL team so that you get paid to do that. And, uh, yeah, if you aren't sure on a prospect and the team that you're interested in takes them, rewatch them and see what are they thinking. And we did this with Jordan Brooks, uh, but that was more a case of the national outrage at that and national narrative. Uh, but, uh, yeah, who was a case of us just you know, a bit sloppy. It won't happen again. Or it might, but then this kind of podcast can happen. So it's all good. Yeah. Right. Griff, anything you want to plug? Any Anything you want to say? Follow Griff at C Mike Spin Move. Follow me at Seattle. Follow me at Seattle Overload. Follow the podcast at Seattle Overload. Follow me at Matty F. Brown. Follow our uh, producer, uh, Ty, at Dane Gunzelers. No vowels. <laughs>